One of the scariest things about buying a home is thinking about the maintenance. What if something goes wrong? Uh, how much is it going to cost? Um, if you wanted to learn more about easing those worries, or maybe you're selling a home and you want to understand how to ease the worries of a buyer, today is your day for our podcast. We're going to be talking about home warranty. Um, our unreal stat of the day is that 25% of the homes sold in the United States actually come with a home warranty, which sort of blew my mind. I, I didn't realize that it was a lot more than expected. However, only 4% of homeowners still have a home warranty. Today, I'd like to introduce you to my friend, Matan Slachter. He's the founder and CEO of Armadillo. It's a leading online home warranty company. Matan, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Kyle. My pleasure, my pleasure. Um, so uh, what is Armadillo uh, and how did you get into home warranty? Um, you know, <laughs> No, easy question, right? When I was six years old, I knew I was going to be in the home warranty nah, industry. <laughs> uh, no one ever said that. Um, so Armadillo is a home warranty company. We're, we're uh, a new generation. We're a product that's designed for a new generation of homeowners. Um, we provide financial protection for new home buyers. Uh, we cover the costs of breakdowns and replacements in um, uh, in uh, HVAC, plumbing, uh, electric systems, appliances. We have a lot of add-ons. So if you have a pool and spa or whole home generator, uh, you can really customize your plan. Um, uh, and we also make it really easy to request service. So every every homeowner gets this this nice magnet. On their home, they can scan their QR code, that QR code, and request service digitally, twenty four seven, or call this number and talk to an Armadillo Home Pro, um, ask questions, request service. Um, so that's what we do. How I got into home warranty, I sort of fell into it. I actually started my career as an actuary in the in the insurance industry. Uh, home sure. warranty is not technically an insurance product, but uh, fundamentally, um, we're covering the costs of events of future events. So from a mathematical perspective, it is insurance. So I was in the insurance industry, started as an actuary and um, spent uh, almost 15 years in the industry, uh, my last 10 years at AIG. And one of my roles there was head of market disruption for all of their consumer facing insurance products. So all the stuff that, you know, auto insurance, homeowners insurance, sure. health, uh, accident, travel insurance, and warranty. And yep, during that yep. stint, I used to travel around with the with AIG's warranty business and um, to talk to some of their largest clients like Best Buy and Apple. Uh, and <laughs> I got very close with them. And I, I learned, even though they were doing extended warranty like Apple Care on your phone, I learned a lot about the industry. So that's where I first sort of learned that there's also this thing called home warranty where you're not covering one product at a time, but you're covering a lot of stuff in the home. Um, uh, so that's that's when I learned about it. And then I got introduced to the guy who founded that warranty business that AIG acquired, uh, Lenston Robbins, who's uh, my partner and the chairman of the business. And uh, uh, we went into the business together to start Armadillo. Oh, that's great. That's a really cool effect. So I didn't know that about your background. Um, we So besides prop tech, real estate tech, that's one thing I think we we almost have in common. I, I almost worked for AIG Investments uh, coming out of business school. Really? Yeah, yeah, Great yeah. Great group. Yeah. Well, they they had their ups and downs. They were one of these <laughs> weird kind of unregulated uh portions of the market back in, you know, that 2008 crisis uh, you know, and so they they had made all these really sort of um what didn't seem like crazy bets, but ended up being very difficult bets uh on I think mortgage-backed right. securities or something. And they were because they're an insurance company, it's unregulated. Anyway, uh 
I'm no longer a banker, so I don't have to go into all that. But yeah, we I was almost actually there there with That's you awesome. uh, for a little bit. Um, awesome. Okay, so let's talk about this stat. Uh, the 25% of homes today are sold with a warranty, which to me, that was surprising to me, but I was like, oh, that's cool. But then only 4% of homes uh, ha- still have a home warranty. What? That's a big, obviously a big gap. Um, let's just, could you please just talk about that for a little bit? Yeah, specifically in the real estate space, um, a few things are happening. One, the home warranty product itself, and that's why we've entered the industry. We're disruptors. We've built a much broader coverage. Um, but the product itself sometimes has convoluted coverage language and consumers don't get the sort of service uh, they think they should get when they file a claim and then they don't renew it. But the okay. real reason, the, the, the main reason that the renewal rates are very low and that's what's led to a 4% of, you know, you have 25% of new homes um, have, a, have a home warranty, but only 4% of households um, have the product. Uh, there's, a no, there's, a, there's a low renewal rate um, because a lot of the times you inherit the product. Sometimes the seller of the home will buy, you'll buy it for the buyer of the home. It's negotiated into the contract. Sometimes it's gifted by the real estate agent. And sometimes it's bought by the buyer, which is probably the best case because then as a you've made the decision, you've made the conscious decision to buy it. So when when, when it comes renewal time a year later, um, it's you're probably more likely to value it and, and renew it again. But a lot of the a lot of a lot of times the the buyer inherits it. And if they don't use it, if there was not a claim in the first year, the job of the, the home warranty company is to convince you, hey, I know you didn't have claims in the first year, but right. you might next year so you should probably renew it's just it's sort of the dynamic of that channel um which is really interesting great no that's that's a a good explanation so i find that in prop tech um when you talk about buyers and sellers at the same time people almost always invariably get confused so i want to take them one by one i want to talk about you brought buyers so let's talk about buyers first a buyer you said that's sort of the best case so as a buyer, I'm buying my home. Maybe it's my first home, whatever it is, right? And I, I'm a little bit, I'm, I'm worried about maintenance, right? Like, ah, oh, what if my air, air conditioner goes out or something? It's thousands of dollars, I assume, right? So, like, I'm thinking ahead. I'm getting this home warranty. Can you talk about um, sort of the you know typical benefits, uh, costs, downside? You mentioned before sometimes the coverage isn't quite what somebody expects it to be when they have a claim. Can you talk about from the buyer's perspective? Yeah. Absolutely. What, how home warranty works and how what's kind of the best case scenario? Yeah, home warranty is, is really a great product for anybody buying a home. And you know, whether it's a new, even for a new home, but an existing home, you don't know how old the systems are. You could, you, sometimes you could guess and you get that information, how old the HVAC system is. So really as a, as a buyer going into this unknown asset, you know a little bit from the home inspection, but even that's not a sure thing. It's a great it's a great investment to make. Um, a lot of buyers are stretched. They they bought their dream home, and yeah, uh, just a way to offload the risk of I would say repairs, but more so most so the replacements. The HVAC goes out now. You have to replace the whole system twelve thousand dollars, or um, you know, a big uh, septic system issue, uh, and before you know it, you're switching up the septic tank. Of course, you can inspect a lot of these things, but. I'm in a home I moved into two years ago. We have dumped so much, so much money into this house. I'm actually, the HVAC system on the top floor, we have two systems yep. on the top floor is not working right now. You ask, why am I not uh, filing a claim with Armadillo? I, I, um, it, was a, <laughs> it was an issue for a long time, and I started uh, Armadillo after that happened, so it's, it wouldn't be right for me to do that. But um, 
but for a buyer, it's a great investment. You don't know where you're walking into if you're stretched financially and you just can't afford to have a replace a big system that breaks down. Home warranty is a great, great product, different than homeowner's insurance. And we can talk about that too. But uh, home warranty covers wear and tear. Uh, home insurance covers catastrophic external perils. Sure. We can hit fire, um, burglary, uh, but it doesn't cover wear and tear. It's not going to cover the HVAC system when that blows up. Okay, so what? So I'm, I'm a buyer. I'm buying. You know, average home in the United States now is about four hundred thousand uh, dollars. What would I expect the upfront costs? Um, is it actually break it down for me? Is there an upfront cost and a monthly cost, or is it just a one time fee? Like, how much would this cost to me? Yeah, so there are different plans. I, you know, our at Armadillo, I think the the most affordable plan is four hundred fifty dollars, and then they go up all the way to thirteen hundred dollars if if you have a lot of very expensive appliances. And you want to cover them at the, at the maximum level uh, uh, of coverage. Um, um, most of our plans that are sold are between five fifty. That we have a five hundred and fifty dollar plan and a seven hundred and fifty dollar plan. Those are gr- yeah. two really really good plans. Um, it's upfront. Typically, it's a, it's a, it comes out of closing, so it's a check that's got out of closing for that amount. There's no monthly cost. When you renew next year, you could actually move to a monthly statement instead of paying year by year. Um, um, and there is a deductible or service fee, as mo- most home warranties call it, as a deductible per claim. So if there is a claim on your refrigerator, there's going to be a deductible. It's typically 100 bucks with Armadillo. It can range from as low as 75 bucks to as high as 200 bucks, depending on the plan that you, you get. Um, you only pay that deductible once per claim. So if it's the same claim and a service provider needs to come to your house multiple times, that deductible yes. is only paid once. Um, we only charge it, by the way, on the day of service. We don't, a lot of home warranty companies just charge you up front and you didn't even have the service done yet. Um, but, uh, but that's typically how it works. And there's a limit of liability. So you'll get, when you get your service contract or your, the, the, the document that describes your coverage, it will list all the items that are covered and the maximum amount of coverage per item. Wait, so, um, okay. I understand that. And you mentioned that um, there's sometimes people that are disappointed about uh, something that uh, the, the, the coverage in general. So where is that gap? What is typically the, the place where somebody ends up disappointed? Is it something is it an item that wasn't covered? They thought that was or is it perhaps um, the, 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 the deductible? Like where, where are these where are people getting frustrated? You know. Um, we've, we've poured hours upon hours into that before we launched the company. We actually scraped uh, consumer reviews from some of our peers and cataloged them into different buckets. Scraped? Why, why, easy. You looked, you researched, you reviewed. Scraped. By, by scraped, I mean Matan went on Twitter uh, yes. and, and, and just you know, took. Um, and then we looked at that and we analyzed what. Like, why, why are people upset? So the first thing was the coverage itself. There's a lot. When you look at the typical home warranty coverage, it's like 10 to 15 pages long. There are exclusions throughout the whole thing. You will go, you know, we cover your HVAC, but we don't cover uh, the duct work behind a brick wall and we don't cover the Freon, the, you know, well, we only cover that for up to 200 bucks. And you just, for each item, you see what's covered yeah. and what's not covered. So that was the first thing. People think something is covered and then they have some out of pocket that they didn't expect. And they're like, well, that's, yeah, I paid for this thing. And I thought it would cover the whole, you know, the, the whole HVAC system, let's say. But now yep. you're telling me that some, some items are not covered. Um, that's one. The second thing is most home warranty companies are 
they require the homeowner to use their own network of service technicians. And it might take them weeks before they get someone to your house, especially if it's the okay. middle of the summer and all the HVAC technicians are busy. Um, and there's no, not, not, there's no one available. You can't use your own, right? Um, those were the two. If you look at all those com- the hundreds of rows that we have now in an Excel that we used a yep. long time ago, yep. those were the two biggest things. So what we did was our service contract, that, that document is two pages long instead of 15 pages. And it's not because... We wrote less coverage or it's it's shorter because there is less coverage. It's because we literally removed what we believed were nonsensical exclusions. Mm. We removed most of them. We have a single paragraph of exclusions. Any homeowner that buys our product can read this two-page, you know, double-sided uh, document and understand exactly what's covered. So to us, transparency was really important for our brand. We're, we're sort of the anti-home warranty in the home warranty space. Second thing we did is we um, we let consumers, homeowners, use their own whenever they want to use their own service technician. They can totally do that. They'll get the same level of coverage, sort of like in network and out of network, but they get the mm-hmm. same level of coverage. And the only difference is that uh, if they use our network of technicians we've, we've worked with, we can vouch for those and we've done background checks and and all of that. We'll pay the technicians directly, so the the homeowner won't be mm-hmm. out of out of out of pocket for any period of time. If okay. uh, the homeowner chooses to use their own, the only difference is that now they'll pay the technician and then we'll reimburse them after the fact. Um, but they have the option to do that. And a lot of people, what we're seeing is that actually 50% of our claims today, people choose to do that. Um, either because their neighbor recommended a great plumber or they've been using their guy forever or girl sure. forever. Or they just want to go on Google because they're used to going on Google and they want someone who has a five-star you know, uh, rating on, on, on a website. Um, and they can they can totally do that. That's we we are, we understand that. Very cool. Um, okay, so I think I understand um, the the basics on the buy side. Uh, I know a lot of the things are sort of mirrored, uh, but perhaps you could talk a little bit about a seller. I'm a seller. Um, it's an existing home sale, right? Uh, and you know maybe maybe the number. I mean, you can. And I don't want to steal your thunder, but maybe maybe the reason I want to add that warranty it's to add comfort to the buyer. Hey. Don't worry. I know you, you might be holding back, but I've already got you covered. Is, is it that simple or what other things should, should sellers sort of be thinking about uh, when they, when they you know, consider a home warranty? You know, it, to a certain extent, it is that simple. That, that is a big mm-hmm. element of it. A seller buys it to provide that added comfort. Now, in the past two years, uh, with the pandemic, it was a seller's market. So sellers didn't have to do anything extra. So that 25% was probably low. low that, the actual rate in the last two years may, may have been lower than 25%. Um, it's going to climb back up now with the interest rates. It's going to be less of a seller's market and you'll see sellers doing more to attract buyers. Um, but that was, that, was, that was a part of it. Another might be, you know, the buyer, the seller's not doing it, but then the buyer gets a home inspection and they find out that, you know, this system is 17 years old and it's unsure about the septic tank. Okay. It looks like it's working. So then the, 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 the realtor representing the buyer or the buyer themselves, uh, if they're a savvy buyer of real estate, they might say, well, you know what? Um, Seller, can you give me a credit, $500 credit to get a home warranty? Because I'm just not, I, I, I can't afford if something breaks down. Okay. And then they negotiate that into the contract. There is, I forget the, the clause number in Texas. There's a specific clause number that's, that's like the home warranty clause. And it gets put into the contract. And um, so that's another way it might happen. But really the big thing for a seller, it's, it's you know, you, you, you could put that seal on your house and say, you know, you get coverage. When you buy the home, you also get coverage on the, the big thing. So if they do break down, you'll have that added level of uh, financial security. I like that. Uh, that's straightforward. Yeah, it's funny that um, w- the way you describe your company is very similar to how we would think of it. I mean, you're, you're, you're saying you're almost the anti 
home warranty, home warranty, right? And for us, um, you know, we we're all we're not anti realtor. I mean, we we employ agents that help us to train, you know, help our our you know clients to transact. But all of the stuff that goes into being sort of a traditional real estate agent, we we analyze it. Uh, we we reviewed a ton of you know Twitter, you know, customer service, et cetera, and we kicked it out. Right, we just got rid of it. Um, so it's really funny. We took a very similar approach when we built um, on real estate. We really wanted to get to the essence uh, of what a transaction, like a, a really successful transaction was. Um, so it's funny you uh, you guys did the same thing. I love that. I, I, I love that. I think, I, you know, home warranty also has that wrap on top of everything. So it's like, for me, it's easier, but it's every industry. You know, you can, that's why it's such a great opportunity for entrepreneurs is, you know, many industries have that opportunity to look at what's going on and how we can make it better. And, and I, I, I'm a big believer. Yeah, especially the old sort of... Um, not so sexy industries, right? Like you, like you joked that you didn't wake up one day, like as a kid, I want to do a home <laughs> warranty. No, there's these like really kind of big old industries that haven't really been touched by innovation at all. Uh, and I, I find those to be some of the best, the best opportunities. A hundred percent. So one of the things that my, my partner and I, when we looked at this space was very attractive to us. There's no, there's no activity. There's no startup. There was one startup. When we, when we looked at the space, there was only one startup in the home warranty space. If we went into homeowner's insurance or auto insurance, yeah. sure tech is blowing up. You know, we'd have to like yeah. get in there and push our way through. So that that just that just made this this specific vertical a very, very attractive vertical. Now now more and now now you're seeing more startups are entering, but they're a little bit behind, which is nice. And uh and it's large enough where I think we can all benefit from uh yeah similar for us. It's it's funny you say that we so I think when I first started this company, in fact the, a lot of the advice I would get would be like, ugh, like there was first of all, there was no thing, nothing called prop tech yet. It was just like I was trying to do this thing and real estate with technology, and I kept getting this question from people that knew me from my my previous company, like, why are you doing that? Like, you did a fintech company before, fintech is hot. Do another fintech company, right? Um, or or just at like real estate is like, oh, it's like kind of plot, like this old kind of plotting sector, and then all of a sudden prop tech became a coin term right. and got really hot. But still, most people, I think, shied away from doing innovation that, um, you know, really kind of reduced commissions or took the agent out of the transaction at all because right. it's a very large right. lobby. Uh, people are afraid of it. Um, and even, you know, companies like Compass kind of started off that way, but then pivoted into being like right. very, very hardcore pro realtor. And we've seen, we've seen a lot of that. But yeah, it's not. I find it a space that's not, um, people think of it as crowded, but if you think about the essence, it's not really that that crowded, in my opinion. We, I, I love PropTech. So depending on what investor we talk to, we're either a PropTech company or an InsureTech company. Sure. Or depending yeah. on valuations are better. Today we're an InsureTech yeah. company. So, you, know, <laughs> know, you don't want to be. Uh, yeah, I'm kind of yeah. stuck with these uh, in the market today. Oof. Uh, but yeah, yeah, no, I'm, I, I hear you. Um, okay, so I just want to recap. Um, it's interesting. It sounds like, yes, uh, people, people are signing up they're they're buying home warranties but after they get past that first year uh nothing goes wrong they say yeah that's maybe an expense i'll 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 cut and then of course who knows what happens when the air conditioner breaks or whatever but uh, that that's what it sounds like so that, that's interesting on the unreal stat of the day um buyers it sounds like get real benefit from getting that coverage and the the prices are are fairly you know you know one one time cost four hundred bucks to maybe thirteen hundred bucks, 
Um, one thing I want to cover uh, at the end of this is, is, you know, what makes Armadillo great? Why, why is it different? You know, we sort of touched on that um, with some of the features. We, we, we are, so the first, first thing is the coverage. We are the only, and I can say that with a lot of certainty right now, we're still, now we've been in, in, in and around for a little while, the only home warranty product that provides the level, the, the breadth of coverage with that single uh, paragraph of exclusion. So if a homeowner is looking for something that really, really will deliver, that's one. There's no one else. And, and you know, they'll, they'll slowly migrate there, I think, over time, but um, we're the only ones doing that too. We're, we're a tech company first and foremost. This, just this thing that I showed before, the, yep. the magnet, uh, I'm not sure if I showed it before. I think I did. Yep. Um, scanning the QR code to request service 24-7 or calling us. We have a, we, we get it. We're a tech company, but we also have people who I personally, yep. by the way, talk with train. These are you know individuals who have a 360-degree view of every single consumer. So, you know, there's not a lot of different call centers. We're just a, a group that has all the information we need on our customer, and we, we deliver that sort of level of service that you'd expect from a modern, you know, 21st century company. Um so that the service delivery, making it very easy and the breadth of the coverage, which is what you would expect to get in, in this day and age, you, you put those together. And I think that um, uh, any agent or homeowner looking for a great coverage, you know, that, that's, that's sort of the, the, where we play in that home warranty industry. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you. Okay. So we're wrapping up one more thing we have to do. We always do a shoe check. Uh, oh, I go first. <laughs> We do. Right you know, it's, a, it's, a, it's a fit check or a shoe check. So some people choose, but we're going to go sneakers today. Uh, I'll go first. Okay. All right. All right. Today, I got. I went with the common projects. Um, Love the common projects. Uh, you a fan? I'm a big fan. Not only that, but okay. we were inspired by them. What I'm about to show you. Um, I, I really hope Nike doesn't like sue me for this, but we had an offsite <laughs> a week and a half ago. We all came together okay. and I bought these Nikes right here. Oh, uh, those are fly. Oh, this it's right got the, here. okay. Okay. Yeah. So common projects, uh, it was totally inspired. They made them, made it a little bit too big. Um, yeah. Our logo here, our Madilla right here with a little bit of orange around. I love it. Um, so I'm not wearing them on my feet right now. I have socks on my feet. Um, okay. And then I have this little armadillo doll that I, oh, I took cute. back from my daughter just for, for this podcast. But, uh, but yeah, this this is it. I love it, man. Re- really cool. That, that that's maybe one of the best uh, sneaker checks we we've had. I love I love the custom armadillo. We you know I haven't I haven't thought about doing that. We've done some swag uh, for the team, um, but we we haven't done the custom sneakers. I like that. So let me tell you a story. I was I was in Vegas. Um, came back yesterday, and it was a big insure tech conference, and. I was there talking to the CEO of one of the biggest insurance companies like in the world right now. And he looks at my shoes. I was wearing the shoes there. He's like, what is that? So I show him and he's like, in, in real time, this is the CEO. This is, uh, I think they have now 1800 employees, a so pretty large company. He brings his chief marketing officer. He's like, you do that for us right now. And <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I just like <laughs> put that pressure on you. But these shoes were winners. It was, you know, we're so proud of them. That's cool. That's that's yeah. when you know you you know it's one of those moments you're like yeah I did that right for my team right because yeah, right. uh, yeah that's cool totally. I'm gonna copy you. All right, man. Thank you so much for joining the pod today. Um, I 
like now I feel like I actually understand home warranty. I didn't know anything about it before. I hope I hope our, our listeners get it too. Um, you asked great questions. That, those were great questions. Uh, I no, feel like I know home warranty better now after this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, when you do your podcast, hopefully we swap. You bring me on and you can ask me the same you know type of question For about sure. Unreal. For sure. We need okay. to get there. We start recording podcasts. All right, man. Thank you for, for being on. Uh, we'll, we'll chat soon.